Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I am Ben Duncan, and this is a place where prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana share their stories. Welcome back to Talent Hub Talk. Today, I am going to record a quick episode just to let you know that our ANZ Salesforce salary survey results are going to be released imminently. If you aren't listening to this within a day or so of the episode originally being released, then there's every chance the survey results are already out there. So go and check them out. I wanted to explain why we first wanted to do a Salesforce salary survey, why it has taken time to get the final results out there, who the results are for, and what you should do with them. My biggest frustration with salary guides in my circa 15 years of working in the recruitment space is that they are often not run in a survey format. They usually pigeonhole people based purely on years of experience. And if they are collected in survey format, the links are open for anyone to complete. The very worst of these salary guides are completed by a team of recruiters huddled around discussing what salary ranges someone with X job title and X years of experience earns based off of nothing other than recollection of previous conversations and an informed guess. I wanted to actually ask candidates in the market what they earn, not ask them for a range in which their salary falls. I wanted to understand what the profile actually is of candidates who are classing themselves as junior, mid-level, senior, and so on, rather than just lazily making my own assessments that everyone under two years of experience is junior and over five years is senior. I wanted to see if there were trends between industry types, locations, number of certifications, gender, and more. We actually collected the data in June by breaking all of the questions down into eight separate surveys so that we could ensure everyone that received the survey received relevant questions for their skill set. And then we sent the survey links only to people we knew to be Salesforce professionals in ANZ, keeping this as targeted as possible so that we were not receiving irrelevant and inaccurate data. We received hundreds and hundreds of responses, way more than I had initially expected. At this stage, we also didn't know what we didn't know. So we've now learned what the best ways of collecting the data are, what the best format is, and the best tools we can use to analyze it. All things we had to find out this time around, which took time, but all now things that we know for the next salary survey that we run. I really want to thank my colleague Gemma, who has really driven this project over the last few months from end to end. I don't know how she stuck with it at times, as I know I would have given up at least a couple of months ago. Even after all of the data was collected and analyzed, it has still been a huge task getting it into the presentation format that we have and then sharing it. So thank you, Gemma, for all of your hard work. I also want to thank Tasneem Zaviri, a Salesforce professional in Sydney who has been super helpful through this process and pointed us in the right direction, all in her own time. So who is the survey for? It's for anyone with an interest in the ANZ Salesforce market. Most definitely Salesforce professionals working in the region, hiring managers, and HR professionals. It doesn't include every single skill set and every single location, because we felt that it was our responsibility to only present data where we had sufficient number of responses, where the data was meaningful. And uh, please do remember that this is not a piece about our opinions. So although we could have filled in some of the blanks, we only relied on the data we collected in the survey rather than filling in the gaps as we went. The survey should provide some insight into what companies are paying and what candidates are earning in certain skill sets, in certain locations across the Salesforce ecosystem in ANZ. 
There are still variables that we cannot capture in a survey. So we are not suggesting you demand a pay rise if you feel you are underpaid based purely on what you see on the survey. But it can be used to spark conversation and investigation into whether you are paid fairly or what you may look for when you next move role. An example would be that maybe functional consultants with exceptional business engagement skills are being paid more than consultants who lack some of the other soft skills that may be in demand. But this is something that we are not able to capture in a survey. So please bear things like this in mind when you are reviewing it. The survey should be viewed by companies when they're looking to make hires in their team in this region. Again, only as a guide and further investigation should be done. I'm confident this is the most meaningful salary survey that we have seen in ANZ. And I hope everyone that reads it finds it useful. I would love to hear your views, thoughts, and I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have. Hopefully you enjoyed the survey. I'd love to hear from you and please do subscribe for future episodes that are coming through on this podcast. So that's a wrap for this week's episode and thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the chat and if you did, please make sure you have subscribed for future episodes that are coming through. I would also be very grateful if you would consider leaving a review on your chosen podcast platform as five-star reviews will help us to reach more trailblazers from across the world. I look forward to sharing another episode with you soon, and thanks again.